0: This is a News Laundry Podcast. Welcome to NL
1: Hafta. Delhi's odd even formula comes into force. Facebook goes all guns blazing with its internet.org slash free basics campaign. And the daggers are out with BJP and ARP in Delhi. Amidst all that, a Happy New Year, dear viewers. Happy, Happy, New, Year.
0: Happy New Year.
1: The News Laundry team is going to wish our viewers Happy New Year, yes? I don't know. Happy New Year. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Enthusiastic. Um, before we get into the Hafta, today at lunch, I met a lady. Her name is Gori, from Singapore. And she uh, was being introduced to me and she said, I know who you are. You guys run News Laundry and I'm a subscriber, a paying subscriber. And I was so thrilled that I just met someone randomly at a lunch party. So, thank you Gauri, thank you for your support and all the rest of you who've been supporting us, a very happy new year to all of you. You keep us afloat, you make sure independent media thrives and will continue to, so thank you so much. When the public pays, the public is served and when corporations pay, corporations are served. Thank you all so much for supporting News Laundry, please keep keep the love coming in 2016. And now let's get straight into the Hafta. We have Arunab, hello. Madhu, who's joining us on the phone from Goa, from sunny Goa. And Manisha. Hello. Beautiful Goa. Beautiful <laughs> Goa. And we have a young new addition to the news laundry family, Nikhil Kariyapa. Hey, guys. Who uh, did uh, two really good stories, actually, which we can discuss. And I'm Abhinandan Sekri from sunny Delhi. And Delhi is so sunny today. I've never seen such a sunny 1st of January in a long time. So, Madhu, why don't you start? Yeah,
2: over here. I keep discussing. Yeah, well, there's one thing I want to report. From Goa in today's Goan paper, um, a very nice piece written by a reporter here who uh, reported that the chief minister had declared that coconuts are no longer trees.
0: Yeah, because, I heard that. Uh,
2: for a, for, a, product, for a, a project that had to be built to accommodate that big company, he cleared out all uh, that required all the coconut trees to be cut. They then decided that coconuts, coconut trees are not trees. Are now, no, so now, cool. It's legal, to chop, it's legal to cut down any amount of coconut trees in Goa.
1: See, now that's what happens when so you just change the law. It? Wow. Sorry. I said, so you just change the law if the law doesn't suit you.
2: Exactly. And he's done a series of this, a series of incidents, which they have just changed reality of Emperor's New Clothes. That you, he says, well, a tree is something with a, with a, a trunk and branches, and coconut trees don't have branches. They don't.
1: How has the media, (laughs) local media reacted to it? It's
0: livid. This is going to apparently uh, benefit some liquor company if I'm not mistaken. That's what I read.
2: Yeah, Uh, and NGO groups have, have, uh, you know, are very uh, strong and active in Goa. So they've gotten uh, uh, together on it. Because if you start uh, killing coconut trees randomly, it's going to be a disaster.
1: M- Madhu, I say you lead a dharna while you in Goa.
2: As it is with the mining, they destroyed a large part of Goa, now it'll be this.
1: Madhu, while you in Goa, I suggest you lead a dharna now, 1st of Jan, on a productive note did we start.
2: I days, I stopped my dharna days in the 80s when I protested against the Vietnam War, and nuclear war, and nuclear bombs, and I did all that, ho <laughs> Now I do it
1: differently. Now you do the Hafta. Okay, before we carry on, I'd also like to plug, other than News Laundry Hafta, we at News Laundry have a fortnightly podcast series called Global Summits, Where Are We Going? This is in collaboration with Biraj Swain. In this podcast, uh, we cut through the jargon and break down development summits for you. Our experts and commentators from around the world tell you what these summits bring us, what they do for us. Our latest episode, which is episode 9, is a post-10th WTO Ministerial Conference Reactive it's available on our website and you can also find the link below on soundcloud now uh, like we always say angrej apna lagan or new apna hafta it's the first of jan and all of us are here in office to record this hafta uh, now uh, before we recap what the last week was about manisha what would you like to see reported more of in the next year
3: hmm. so just like mr
1: katju has given his wish list want to give yours <laughs>
0: Yeah, before I get to that, my day started on a funny note. I was reading this piece by Kadju in Scroll, where he's talking about what he anticipates in 2016. It's very drastic.
1: Justice, Markandek Kadju. Yeah,
0: he says, uh, more business will close down, throwing more people into employment, there will be worldwide recession, there will be chaotic conditions, and he says general things will be like Kalyoga. And one of the features of Kalyoga is that wives will leave husbands who are poor, and only the rich people will be the husbands of women. So, um,
1: so, this is in the scroll? This
0: is in the scroll, yeah.
1: This is a wish list or like no, a this doomsday? Is,
0: so, this is what he anticipates. His wish list is that he wants a revolution like the French Revolution.
1: Because oh, everything dear. has
0: collapsed in this country, all institutions are joke.
1: Madhu? So, yeah.
0: He wants a revolution.
1: Which side of the revolution are, are you... Have you...
0: quoted any sources? For what? When he comes to this... When he says that women will leave all the poor men
1: and uh, only, uh, any sources, any data? No. But but he says this um, will happen. You know, women will leave poor men. It's a good thing I'm not married. (laughs) You know.
0: (laughs) But what will I like to see more reported? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think more stories away from Delhi. I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Uh, More of uh, this is going to be. Uh, Assam elections we're going to have a last Assam elections this year next Chennai elections uh, Tamil Nadu elections also
4: yep West and Bengal. then
0: West Bengal also yeah it'll be fun to see election reporting happening away from the capital cities three big elections yeah three big elections
1: one of those states is yours Arunab what are you looking at do you plan to go back to your state during election
4: <laughs> no I, d- I don't think so I, mean, I don't plan to go back but I mean I, I suppose uh, I would like to report from Assam given a chance uh, I mean uh, something I have uh, thought about and yes, I would like to report it from Assam because a lot of things, uh, things are changing and this is supposed to be a landmark election mm. because the BJP, ha- I mean, th- there's been a Congress government for f- the last 15 years now. Mm. <coughs> and uh, one, of the, one of the Congress's most important leaders, Hivanta Sharma, has shifted to the BJP. And that's completely changed the power dynamics or as some people claim. <coughs> so it should be a very interesting elections and uh, yeah, this is something I do want to cover. And yes, as uh, in terms of... Uh, you know what I want to see more reported? Yes, oh. definitely. You know, away from Delhi. You know, with too much Delhi reporting happening. Mm. Okay. <coughs> Smaller towns.
0: Oh, yeah. sorry,
4: carry on. No. Also, I think I'd like to see some more cultural reporting in uh, big media, not just big media. I think ac- across uh, you know media in the country because I think uh, uh, I think for some reason uh, our cultural reporting is very pedestrian. Yeah. Speaking of cultural reporting, have you seen the new trailer of Masti Zade and?
1: Um, and uh, Kya cool hai yeah, I have seen Kya cool It's <laughs>
4: perfect. Kya. I saw okay. Kya cool hai. It's India's first porn com. Yeah. Porn <laughs> com.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Madhu, have you had the opportunity to watch any of these trailers of a film called Mastizade and Kya cool hai Ch- Trailers of Mastizade, no. I haven't seen them. Pity. please, please, I view mean, them. I'd like to get your views next time.
0: That gets passed somehow. So, I'll
2: haan. tell you kya one, cool uh, one uh, promo that I like is that wrestling one with that woman.
1: Oh, that's for the pro wrestling league. Yeah. I see. Okay, now Nikhil, uh, who is just about a month into News Laundry,
3: you've done two stories, right? Yeah. One on? Shakur Basti right. and uh, the demolition of the slum. Yeah. And uh, the other about uh, the juvenile delinquent. Correct. Who was released. In fact, on, on that, if I remember correctly, your
1: view and Madhu's view is a bit yeah. separate, right? Yes. Uh, Madhu, yes. you remember the story that Nikhil did? Yes. <coughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, I, I thought that was great because... You know, on the same platform, we had these two different views from the same team. Um, yeah. What, 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 Madhu, what yeah, do
2: you think? I like the, the way he wrote it. I didn't see that as contradictory hmm. because I'm not against reform. What he, what um, Nikhil did was journalistically and correctly, correctly uh, researched and put together what should be done hmm. and what is done in other countries. So I don't see that as actually contradictory because I see that because, because we don't have this kind of system that Nikhil wrote about, I said that the man should have, uh, that we should have the strictest possible punishments for rape and implement it solidly. Until we don't have all the reform, reform um, institutions that Nikhil has listed, until they're in place, I don't think we can let the rape epidemic move on. So I don't see it as contradictory. I think that what he wrote is important. We do need that. But until then, I feel that we should uh, be much more tough on rapists.
1: Your views,
3: Nikhil? Um, The the clinical psychologist I spoke to, Naveen Kumar, he said something very interesting uh, about engagement models and how people who are privileged usually have engagement models and these delinquents uh, do not. So for example, like if I disappeared, I'd probably get frantic calls from my family within a few hours. But these juveniles can disappear for weeks and nobody would bother them, nobody would bother, nobody would know. Uh, and it definitely uh, has a psychological effect on them. And I think that's true uh, uh, for the most part. Uh, a friend of mine said something very interesting. Uh, she said um, if uh, these juveniles sort of take to crime because of uh, uh, these conditions, uh, I- does it make sense for, uh, to, to go soft on adults who grew up in these conditions? taking into uh, consideration that they grew up hmm. uh, um, with no support. Right. Um, but I feel that uh, as an adult, you do, you can make premeditated uh, acts of violence and uh, you, ca- you you cannot go soft on them just because they had a poor upbringing or a underprivileged uh, background with um, uh, sure. uh, no support. Otherwise, yeah, the law can't go. Yeah. But
1: I think that's why in a country like India, which is, uh, you know, the, our social structure is so fractured and it's so fragmented, especially the disparity and I'm not just talking about wealth disparity just the basic dignities so you know far apart governance is going to be a tough one which is why you know in my opinion every policy decision has to be based on how it would affect the structure of society and not on just pure economic decisions uh, which is unfortunate one
2: thing uh, one hmm. thing I uh, point number one is that when poor people go and report a child missing the kind of treatment they get
3: Mm. and as
2: you've seen in the list of missing kids from poor families nobody takes any action it is it it is basically so many kids who are missing in the in those murders they went they reported them to the police that they were missing nobody took any action so it's a level of frustration that unless you have power and you pull strings if somebody in your family is missing nothing is going to happen even if they do report it on time that's one thing and uh, secondly, you know, to give soft treatment on pe- to, pe- uh, to uh, juveniles because of their uh, really difficult s- surroundings that they grow up in. It reminds me of a time when I read Pulandevi's Devi's book uh, written by my friend Mala Sen, the late Mala Sen. Um, and I gave it to my uh, 12-year-old daughter to read. And I loved the book and I thought that, you know, I, I thought that this woman had... Done something which she took revenge and whatever. But my 12 year old looked at it and she says, I don't see the difference between her and any other serial killer. She said, There's so many women who are raped, but they don't take a gun and they shoot everybody. So there are two reactions to this that, you know, that not every person who has been uh, treated in the worst possible way uh, takes up the gun or takes revenge. And not every person brought up in the worst circumstances becomes
1: uh, a criminal. Absolutely, they won't. But the chances of a society being on the verge of such conflict is higher, way higher. Much higher, Because yes, And yes. that is why policy decisions have to be taken on how they'll affect society structures with intangibles like dignity, self-respect, yeah. fairness thrown With empathy, thrown in. with empathy. And especially, and, and that's why when I see stuff like even free basics being argued pl- purely on economic lines, <clears> I think it's one of the dumbest things. And unfortunately, some people who position themselves or are positioned as policy experts and for them every argument is an economic theory I just can't get over how uh, probably illiterate they are in history to give an economic a pure economic argument to every policy so let's let's come straight on to the free basics have you guys seen the spend Uh, I'll just like to uh, uh, our viewers may want to read a uh, you know Facebook's ads then Mahesh Murthy's critique of those Facebook's Response to Mahesh Murthy and then his further response. Uh, yeah, I'd like to know, and let's… Also,
2: and also, Nandan Nilekani's… Uh, oh, yes. Uh, today.
1: This, today, in the Times of India, correct. Nandan Nilekani's um, okay, written a piece. So
2: and, and also he's given suggestions on what should be done instead of um, Facebook's uh, free basic.
0: Like a dry, direct transfer of uh, free internet yeah. rather than... Yeah. Yeah. So
1: let's start with the yeah. youngest. Nikhil, what, what, which side of this divide are you, or are you on the fence?
3: Yeah, I'm not in support of uh, free basics. Uh, I, I really don't trust Facebook when they say that uh, we're not going to uh, block people or charge people in the future uh, for access. But they
1: haven't given that commitment. Uh,
3: they haven't, but uh, I read some reports where uh, they sort of said that. Okay. And uh, I'm just not willing to trust them just yet. I see. And what is your problem with it uh, my problem with it is that um, see the lot of things on the internet which um, uh, c- can help you but I don't think that Facebook selection of websites will are really one of them I don't think getting uh, the rural population on Facebook is is going to be uh, is going to change their lives in any way
1: okay also uh, Manu Joseph has written a piece in support of free basics no, That's the basis
0: he wrote that Multiple Recently He, war,
1: he won, wrote one day before yesterday. Okay. Uh, Arunab, you were more inclined towards free basics. Are you still of that opinion? I still
4: am. I still am. <laughs> because I think uh, uh, because the kind of websites that have signed up for free basics, uh, Wikipedia is one of them. Mm-hmm. BBC is one of them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I don't see them as websites of. You're quoting Manu's article. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, because, but I think I, I think it's legend because it, even even that argument uh, that Facebook would sound, the forty percent of people who've used free basics have moved out of free basics to use the entire internet in one month. And uh, Mahesh Murthy said just forty percent, but that's just one month. Mm-hmm. I think given a choice, you know, I, I mean, I mean, if you give, I mean, this is just. You know the privileged undermining the poor you know that that you believe that you know once they're hooked to i mean once they get on free basics they would never be able to get to the real internet I don't think that's true I think internet is a really powerful medium and people will break out of it and you know something when we have something like the wiki something like Wikipedia I think people will definitely you know people are curious you know in that way and people are going but to if, break out of it and you know
3: but if they don't know what exists outside of the free basic spectrum, then how will they really Of course they, do, for it? they
4: would know. I mean, just about, you know, how, what, what does that even mean by how they don't know? I mean, that, that's, that's such a, you know, I mean, that's not really an argument. No, I mean,
3: we're, no, we're talking about the people who've never, who have zero exposure to the internet. Uh, if, if that's the case, then how do they know that there's a bigger internet outside of free basics? They just know what they're limited to and they really wouldn't know what to demand. It just comes down to exposure. If you know what you're missing out on, then you would demand for it. If you didn't, then you probably wouldn't. Manisha?
4: No, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure that, that, that there'd be a Wikipedia article on free basics too and the <coughs> criticism of free basics. Mm. So I don't think. Yeah, yeah you know? maybe. I mean, yeah. yeah so I, I don't okay. think that's that whole so, But then Facebook mean- also deserves the right to throw them out. It's not what is
1: happening, it is what is the potential. The, see, the thing is, any policy, and I've seen a lot of arguments, including Manu's piece, and I think Manu's an extremely intelligent guy, and he's written some ex- exceptional stuff in the past. But this particular piece, other than his style of writing, which is really cool and suave, the basic argument was really weak because any policy is not about what is happening. It is what is the potential, what are the rights that the person reserves. So I can say that I'll do X today, but if I reserve the right to do Y and Y can demolish the system, that has to be taken into account. You can't say I'm not doing it right now. So, but there I think are spe- that's, they're, they're, they're no, very, that's a a very specific
4: technical argument. specification that Facebook's put out, and I don't which think which anything... they reserve the right to change. See, uh, but anything, anything with a fine print, any any, any corporation which comes out with something like that has a fine print which has Which is why like the fine print has to be read before one takes a decision. I mean th- that's important.
1: And Please also, I- the red hanged perspective. <laughs> okay, Manisha.
0: So, um, a lot of this is like tired old discussion now. Evil Facebook. Uh, whatever privileged <laughs> activists, blah blah blah. But to me, this one interesting. There's some really interesting questions that this debate is throwing up. One is that um, do we have the right to regulate corporate subsidy? This is essentially a corporate subsidy. Facebook deciding to subsidize something for consumers. So That's
3: can government
0: market. can government decide whether consumers should access this free subsidy or should have access to it? I mean, once you decide that government can, then you're opening up the doors for a lot of things
1: That's, to happen. That doors always open. It's never been closed. Uh, I mean, what is but, antitrust? I mean, Microsoft antitrust
4: lawsuit. I mean, Microsoft can give away soft see, they a, can have But well, you're setting a really bad precedent, you know, if you're doing that, you know. I don't I mean,
0: know. No, no. I mean, I don't know if it's bad or good, but it's something to look at. And sp- again, if there's a competition issue, then there's a competition authority in India which has to look into whether this is going to thwart uh, startups from coming in or Google from tying up with some other company and giving their, you know, walled garden of free internet to uh, consumers. Madhu, so there is a your view? You know, it makes me uncomfortable. It's, that's as far as...
2: I. It just makes me uncomfortable that uh, you're leaving out websites. Websites are being chosen by a company who can pay. And supposing, as Nandan Nilakani's article said today, you may not, a farmer or anyone may not get the information they want on those particular websites that have paid to get in. They might be just, you know, online sellers for retail stuff.
1: Right, absolutely. Also... So,
2: so that makes me uncomfortable because the very basis of internet and the success of internet in since its inception has been also by the founder or the inventor of in, the World Wide Web was that it's free for all.
1: And it's equal, it's flat so for all.
2: Part yeah, and equal and that, that whole thing of pay and then you'll have exclusive uh, the, and if, you're, if you don't pay, you're not on it. The whole thing stinks of uh, Studio 54 Club.
1: Which is what? Sorry, I don't know the reference. Studio the 54.
2: reference is Studio 54, they only let you in if you looked what they wanted, like hip and crazy and you know.
1: Okay, crowd. सिर्फ good looking crowd आता है.
0: But I think again, this is huh? one of those debates where we still don't know what the consumers want. Like we we still haven't asked the people on ground what they think, what they want or how they would perceive this policy. But there is no
1: way of actually doing that. You but can't why conduct, not?
0: Why, no, why how not? can you do that? I you mean, can ask every Part of policy online? paper or a policy, uh, you know. No, so what we're doing, what, what the most of what we're hearing is uh, service providers talking about how this is not going to be good for us. Mm. The anti-free basics people. So they're service providers really. Not we still don't know what consumers want or what should be the best for them. We're looking at the debate from the service providers' angle, no, we, the startups uh, most and most activists
1: the, are, con, are activists as consumers. They aren't. No, they're service, they are providers, service right? providers
0: in this case. Also, we're talking about young startups that won't be able to enter market the way Facebook and other companies will be able to, mm. or we're talking about other companies, smaller also, companies, organizations like News Laundry that will have you know, basically it won't be great for us if you want well, to reach people so know. Know. not really that's, that's that's that's
4: a, that's a, that's so an assumption you know? there's a difference between net neutrality and you know advocating net, net neutrality no no, but i'm saying
0: that what we've heard about till now is small service providers versus big service providers we haven't heard about what the And consumers. also what makes
2: me nervous is the way they PR'd it in terms of first calling it net neutrality when it's the opposite and then calling it free basics which is and is the opposite so it's like the Brits who call private schools public schools right and uh, and think that they've accomplished something by just saying the opposite of what it really is. And I think they have to be um, honest and spell out what it actually
1: means. Uh, yeah, I think the their entire outreach program, this Blitzkrieg, publicity Blitzkrieg is counterproductive mm-hmm. because it is dishonest. I mean, I, I don't agree with free basics, but that's a separate question. But this is irrespective of whether I agree or not. It does not lay out the picture in clear terms like they're pretending to and I think that's a problem and I think that has backfired no, more than it has question. Question. I just have one
2: question. I have just one question. Hmm. That if Facebook is doing this to spread the internet for the poor, to give access to everybody and if they're doing it with that purpose as they have been saying, then just let it, why don't they just do it free?
1: Well, I think the uh, I, I, that argument has been made but I think the counter to that is that's not sustainable. I mean, the sustainability, they can't every year keep giving people money to buy, you know, uh, data. So this is a way that they don't have to do it. They just put it in place and then people have that. But I think that one point that you made, Manisha, that mm-hmm. if the people want it, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, they, they, they should, y- is it you're opening a dock if the consumer is not complaining, that's fine. It
2: wouldn't be a bad
1: thing to get a referendum on. <coughs>
0: Let's like say yeah, Bajaj I said, went so into villages no, no, and giving, said, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, you an example. I'll
1: give you an example. Movie. There is now um, para banking, before all banks had to, you know, conform to certain RBI regulations, you know, the CHIT funds and all, they said, we'll give you 24% returns, 88% returns, people are giving them money. So there's a consumer there, there's someone saying you give me 10 rupees every day. And when you want at the end of the day, I'll give you, you know, but they have a fine print that there's a risk. And so many people lost their money. So are you saying that there should be no financial regulation because there's a bunch of suckers, No, no willing to give hundred dollars? I bucks? think there should be regulations. regulations. Why are fraudulent
4: regulations? That's That's the worst case scenario you take into account, but how is false account? But that is obviously <clears throat> i mean that that is obviously you know uh, you know pe- uh, when the chit fund happened and that was obviously people f- feeding off the insecurities of very f- poor people sure. but this is this is this is different in the sense that this is much more transparent you know even if it's say it's uh, become more transparent it, it's That become will a lot give more activists credit for <clears throat> because
0: they pushed for transparency
4: yeah it's it, it, it's it's a lot more transparent and you know the chit fund is a scam i mean this it, is the, uh, it, it may be transparent you call that a scam
1: Many people are calling this a scam. What you're saying, you're playing off the insecurities of the poor who don't have access to banking, right? Here you're playing insecurities of the poor who don't have access to internet. I mean, it's it's not an exact equivalence, but for the logic that she said, you cannot, regulators cannot enter into uh, and no, no, influence a relationship I said
0: regulators must
1: between a consumer and, and a service provider regulators do that all the time and they must otherwise otherwise the world wouldn't work
0: no regulators must come in i'm just wondering whether you can stop a corporate subsidy from reaching people that is a
1: corporate like that's what of course you can
0: of course there has to be regulation no no there's no case for no sorry
1: reason. so let's just move on to the next um there was today the i'm al- curious about this odd even how's it working in delhi Okay, today I drove. I had a really busy day. I drove from my house to a doctor, then from there I went to Dr. Dang's lab, then from there I went to lunch to IIC. What are the roads? Which
2: roads
1: are these? This is Outer Ring Road, Aurobindo Marg, then uh, Shantipath, Aurangzeb Road, and then I came via GK.
4: So, you know, it it was by and large South Delhi and Central Delhi. But, sorry? It's no longer orange road. It's no longer
1: orange road. It's Abdul Kalam road. Sorry, my mistake. So uh, so I saw about four or five cars that had even numbers and they all had stickers. One of them had CNG. There was one which is a girl driving. So by and large, people are following the lo- yeah. law. So I think that's great. So I think that's one step crossed. Whether this influences air quality or not, we'll only know at the end of 15 days. But I'm um, very impressed with Delhi. And this is why I'm always been proud of Delhi. And I've written an article once long ago in praise of Delhi that any major activism or... Shaking the status quo always comes from Delhi. So I think it's working <laughs> today.
3: I counted seven even-numbered cars on the way. Mm. And uh, I didn't look out for the CNG sticker, which I probably should have. But I was more or less happy to see a lot of um, even-numbered cars parked outside houses on my way here. But it's uh, the 1st of January. Mm. So maybe a lot of people are just right. staying out. And maybe uh, we'll have to wait another week to see uh, sure. how Delhi are no, taking I think this.
2: if it's a good start, it's it a good start something. though. Because if it didn't start well, started with cynicism and people breaking the law, um, the ruling, no, that's, then, uh, I just read that
3: uh, very uh, one person has already been chaland at yeah. 8 in the morning yes. at ITO.
1: And it, there was a new story. It was too funny, Madhu. There was this photograph, this startled looking man in a car with five cameras. Yeah. The first <laughs> man to be chaland for driving an even number yeah. car. Yeah, it that's was, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he's famous. <laughs> I think he should <laughs> save that chaland. <laughs> he should really save that. But, but Madhu, there's enough cynicism, huh? I tweeted, Maybe they congr-
2: should put up the photographs
1: like they do in Singapore, people who don't pull the flash. It flashed all over Twitter. It's everywhere. <laughs> it was on t- TV. yeah. But there's enough cynicism. Huh? I tweeted, congratulations, Delhi, you know, one step forward. And I got so much of like, what, what do you know, today's 1st art. of January, Wait, this is nothing, wait till 4th, dekho kya hota hai, dekho you'll fail if you fail, you troll. Yeah, trai. the auto driver like told me the same thing today. He said it's
3: up to the people. Like, if the they want to quite thrilled. Really Even my auto guy was really happy. like, kitne kam ho yeah, go? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's
3: good.
4: But this guy was, uh, apparently, his house is somewhere at the intersection of Noida and Noida. And he said, I had no choice. The guy who over Oh, I see. <coughs> so he's in no man's land.
1: Okay, what are the other stories that made waves last week? Um, who wants to go first? Arunab, you haven't spoken. Which, which... Which stories did you no- take notice of and didn't? Show?
4: I think the biggest stories of this week was, I suppose, uh, uh, Arvind Kejriwal uh, was the whole AAP versus the DCA, hmm. uh, you know, maslinging. Uh, some. Uh, and Kirti Azad. <laughs> and Kirti Azad. <clears throat> Actually, I still don't lost my voice. Faraj
2: got a lot of play. Uh, on the media is now a player.
1: The media is now?
2: A player.
1: A player.
0: Okay. Why? Because they're siding with camps, BJP camp and AAP yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm, it's a very
2: well-written piece. I recommend it.
1: Hmm. I, I, I think, uh, though, I think there are enough organizations out there which are not aligned one way or the other. I mean, for all the trash that CNN, IBM had got when Mukesh Ambani took over, I find it pretty fair. Yeah. I think they have a really balanced way. And of late, honestly, I've even started finding India Today TV fairly balanced. You know, they sometimes they try to be equally critical so they will draw equivalence where none exist but other than times now which definitely seems aligned one way which is the BJP way mm. I don't yeah. see a clear uh, <coughs> alignment in any of the others I yeah
2: everyone's oh, reported I'm on precious. all the with ibn programming they always go for the real story like they did with the Rahul Gandhi thing hmm. the speech he gave uh, in, um, in the college uh, in Mount Carmel college hmm. and they gave they interviewed the students so they go for let's find out the truth They've done that a couple of times and I think that's pretty impressive instead of just saying ha ah, ha, he did this and, and make a talking point over nothing.
1: Yeah, and I think The Week has carried a cover story with Arun Jaitley on this and you should see the photograph that they've used of his on the cover. So you know exactly the optics and what message they're trying to send out and there are huge hoardings of that on Aurobindo Marg. It's always there. What the is they? The Week is big advertising. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So what picture have they used? So it's like Arun Jaitley. I think I think he must have been trying to either fix his chapped lips or maybe he was trying to stretch his jaw. But it's this like really bizarre expression <laughs> where he's like something like this, <laughs> and they've like got him on that moment, and that's on the cover, and something like slip. So that's or got mischievous, me- right? That's yeah, and and I mean it's very clear that they've said, I mean, abhi is iski khobar lete So. But one story which I was very impressed with Arnab, who I've been extremely critical of in the last few weeks, with good reason because he's really lost it. He's just become a joke. But he picked up an issue that no one is picking up. But he made a hash of it. Um, Although I thought he he was positioned the right way, which was this order in Rajasthan that only people who are matriculate can contest Panchayat election. Uh, I think it is so undemocratic and that the Supreme Court upheld this ruling. I think it's tragic. Fundamentally, in a country that has like 700 million people who do not have, you know, who are not even 12th class pass. out of the many million are not even... a lot 10th. of women. A
2: lot of women. Women are, are not. Have been you have
1: just said that. And what's the next step? Then MLAs and then MPs. That means we'll just become one elite who rule over everybody else. And his, he said, I believe that's undemocratic and that's wrong. But the quality of that debate was really uh, Ghatia. But I think... Way more, but kudos to Ar- Arnab for at least putting that on the prime time debate. Nobody else even did. And this threatens democracy more than Free Basics, more than DDCM, more than Arvind, Arunjitli. This, no one debated here on prime time other than Arnab. I was surprised. You know, one
2: thing that has been mentioned in Hartosh Bal's article, as well as uh, Jaggi's article, is that when they call you for a panel uh, discussion, they will call you and ask you what your views are. Hmm. And there'll be a cut. Uh, Tosh also discussed it and then uh, wrote about it. And he said that uh, after they got his views and they asked him to be more restrained mm. on his views on Jetly, and he said that I'll only be restrained journalistically, I won't be restrained otherwise. Mm. And uh, suddenly, mysteriously, the OB van got stuck in traffic. Correct. And never showed up. And Jaggi's also mentioned this that a couple of times he's been invited, and at the last minute, it's been cancelled because his views are not what they want. Right. Yeah. So, this kind of censorship is going on. It is censorship, that's what it is. It is, is absolutely. You're not getting...
1: But Madhu, wa- I want your view. Kind. Don't you think this is a huge debate about, you know, uh, not allowing a, uh, almost like two-thirds of our population not to contest uh, councillor election or a panchayat election?
2: Yeah. I mean, if yeah, they're so to be I replicated mean, in other
1: states. It, right now, it's just in one state, to be clear, so we don't mislead the audience. But if one state has done this, that means other states can also do it.
0: No, but Rajasthan done. I so I is done like so Haryana. what is the
2: motivation. What is the, because there's always a motive behind why someone does something, why a government rules something. There has to be a motive on why they've done it. There has to be some benefit to them. What is that benefit and why have they done it?
3: Yeah. In Gujarat, I remember reading that uh, a Congress candidate was disqualified because he didn't have a toilet in his house. So right. that's uh, another move that I think is worth debating. Um, I, while I see the benefit of that, um, uh, when it comes to education, I do believe that it was pretty uh, undemocratic. Like a lot of people don't have education, but they really might have uh, great ideas for their village, so you can't block them from. Uh,
2: yeah, well, this woman, uh, this woman uh, from the Punjab, the head of the Punjab, she said in an interview, she said, is it my fault that there was no school in my village? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Have you been able to provide schools in every district to come up with a law like this? I mean, it's shocking. And
0: that disqualifies women, exactly. Like, a lot of women haven't been educated beyond fifth. Yeah. So,
1: that disqualifies them. First
0: of all, if there's no school in
2: the village, and
1: second of all, if you're a girl, forget it. Yeah. Okay, we would like to... So, let's move on. Yeah, wind up in another seven minutes. So, I'll just quickly... um, Mention a piece or an update of journalists journalists versus politicians this this year <coughs> I thought that was an interesting. That was piece. excellent. Yeah, it's a great piece and uh, I mean, I'm w- wondering in this coming year Will it become even more combative because the good thing of being combative is Journalists have never been as combative as they are now, which I think is great Sometimes it becomes really tutcha level fighting, but that's better than you know crawling So I would rather you know go wrong on that side then go wrong on being No, submissive. No, no,
2: no, I no. Mean, Abhinandan, I disagree. Mm. The, the, the journalists have always been combative during Rajiv Gandhi's time, during Beaufort. Extremely combative. in mm. all the scams that have happened, extremely combative, right mm. through the years. If anything, there was a lull in between during uh, this Gandhi's uh, UPS regime, because it was perceived... Yeah, UPA's tenure. That was when it went into a, a lull, which is because of their vindictiveness. And also because historically, because they've been in power so long, the relationships between journalists and uh, Congress ministers has been lo- has uh, is long established. So access and uh, all that counts. And this is a new government, which in any case um, uh, ministers are not allowed to give j- interviews ad hoc, except for Arun Jaitley and right. a few. No, so
1: I, um you're right when it came, there came to there is a problem no you're right when it came to scams and all madhu i agree that was, you know you know i remember chitra went after during the ram temple i remember what news track did and during to what you did to vp singh but that was very limited to people like you madhu i'm telling you even when i was reporting for you at news track uh, you had once sent me to do a press conference of um, that home minister used to keep changing his clothes U.P. wala patil Shin-
2: uh, Shivraj Patel. Shivraj, Shivraj Patel. I
1: think that time he was at head of Maharashtra. I was in Bombay and I went for this press conference and some journalist asked him something. And you know, he mared some joke, aise ghatia sallal, ah, his is laughed. No journalist said anything. I was like all of 21 or 22 years old, so I was just like kind of hanging around trying to look cool and serious enough that people don't say yah, yah, kya kar But the basic demeanor between politicians and journalists that time, the power equation was very that even a you know jackass like uh, uh, Patil could insult a journalist like that, people would laugh and he'd walk out of the press conference. Today, if no, you were to uh, do you're that... you're right, you're right. Today, yes, if you were do I mean, that, even mean, guys so as young as what I was back then would get up and say, shut up. You know, so I think... No, no
2: in... Absolutely, you know, there have been so many press conferences which I've been in and many other reporters from news tracks were in, when they asked aggressive and tough questions, other journalists who <laughs> say, you have a bad mood for the press conference. Ka aise Uska <laughs> <laughs> Why did you ask mood the press conference. I said, if you don't ask this, then what So there, there was that element. But now, I saw the difference when I was covering the commission on Tehelka. Hmm. And when, that, uh, when the commissioner didn't know what he was doing and he was resigning or not resigning, he held a press conference because it was the end of the commission. Hmm. And the journalist Women journalists, hmm. so aggressive, they dug their teeth into his neck and they wouldn't let him go.
1: Yeah, so I, I think that's a relationship with journalists that is way more aggressive and combative. I'd so. like to
0: see more fights, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. But, but
1: I'd uh, like I, to I would like fights. to see it a little more uniform. What what distresses me sometimes is that like the way that, uh, you know, Times Now reporter or was she CNN, IBN who spoke to Rahul when he said something nasty to her, India, India. Today. India Today. Uh, I I can tell you with certainty, uh, before 2014, no journalist would dare to speak to Rahul Gandhi like that. And today, no one will dare to speak to Modi, Amit Shah or jaitley like that. That's true. So while, yeah. great, talk to Rahul like that, tell Kejriwal he's a jackass. Yeah. Let's Bill see you do that to an Amit Shah. That is, Very yeah, so, yeah, you know, good. <laughs> that, that would be nice. Uh, um, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I, I I see that happening, you know. I mean, I at least happening. not in 2016. It'll no. happen because, see, once, once you go after one, the second... It's inevitable. It'll spread. It can't And also
2: move. when this kind of combativeness is based on a credible point on uh, facts and you're asking a question which is valid, which is what happened between the India Today reporter and Salman Khursheed in that he was very aggressive because he knew he was on strong ground. And the, and the press was with him. Yeah. The rest of the press was with him. So when the press acts together, the politicians really have to, they do get a feeling that I better behave
1: right so but if the
2: rest of the crowd is saying mood kar diya, kyun aise? Exactly. <laughs> is
1: <a> <laughs> then you don't want to be ostracized by your own by your own people so before we wind no, up no
2: it's no no it's not the ostracized, you don't mind the ostracizing what ma- happens is that the, pre- the guy gives a gets a handle to not answer the question because the rest of the journalists are saying kyun rahe, Chup rahe? and he says, reko, no need to answer that is the problem. He gets
1: an out. Yeah, uh, and, and before we wind up, and I'd like anyone to share any pieces that, you know, they thought were interesting. In the South, that, uh, you know, Vijay Khan, Vijay the thu, the thoo he did to the journalists, mm-hmm. and it's turned into a full-blooded war between yeah. journalists and his fans. Uh, I think that didn't get enough coverage in, in uh, you know, Delhi media. I won't call it national yeah. media. Uh, because if any, uh, you know, party in the North... Uh, one of a party leader had said that to journalists and that party leader's fans had slapped a few journalists they would have been hell yeah. to pay but I think it was Tamil Nadu so they said fuck it yeah, it was quite yeah. a big deal there
4: News Minute covered it again quite well
1: yeah News Minute I think News Minute is like, yeah. filling in that gap that in the, there was no one in the south so they've got in there yeah uh, anything else anyone wants to share before we dedicate a song to everyone for New Year's uh, feel, feel free go ahead
3: um, not no particular piece as such, but uh, I, I my favorite um, I- magazine issues for the year were the 20th anniversary issue of Outlook hmm. and the 40th anniversary issue of India Today. Right. I thought it was uh, they were fantastic, hmm. and uh, it was great to read about all these great editors and writers and journalists and how they started out. And hmm. um, um, I and I,
2: and I have to t- report that the 40th anniversary party celebration that Arun Puri gave where he invited all the uh, editors that have ever been in India today who are alive. Uh, It was wonderful to see everyone who had, all all of them had obviously left not in great terms whatever reasons they were, but it was all both sides overlooked and it was good. And there were lots of funny stories told told about each other, including about
1: Arun. Hmm. So, there are the two great issues this year and so 20 years of Outlook and 40 years of India today. Anything else anyone wants to share? Arunabh? <coughs> okay, God. guys. Okay, Madhu, you carry on Before yeah. and we'll wish okay, everybody bye. on your behalf, yeah. have fun in Goa and okay. come back to uh, Delhi soon. Okay,
4: bye. Okay,
1: bye. Huh.
4: I think hartosh did an excellent profile of MGM but <coughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a man of great contradictions. I mean… Uh, uh, and I suppose it's very difficult to profile someone like MJ Akbar because, <clears throat> you know, I mean, <clears throat> although the profile was slightly, I mean, it was critical, rightfully critical, but it wasn't running him down. And I suppose he's a very enigmatic character, you know, I mean, whatever his political affiliations are these days or, you know, but though, I mean, he used to be, he, he was, uh, uh, I think he was the editor of Sunday when he was 25, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy, you know, and uh, it was a hands-on editor and he had a lot of nice things to say and as to
0: young reporter, poems. you know,
4: I was really inspiring, in fact, to read about, you know, because he'd, he'd go to Calcutta, write his copies, come back and then again edit everyone's copies and, you know, stay 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 in office till three in the night and come back to office at nine the next morning. And I suppose, you know, it was a, it was a great profile and a very intriguing profile of, you know, one of the greatsmen in journalism and… But after that, how you know how his you know need to be close to power you know kind of
1: yeah that that is something that afflicts um, all journalists. I don't know why. Well, it would not have all, been nice him to himself.
0: have him around as a journalist actually, because I liked I liked his columns quite a lot. Uh, and I columns. thought he was and, fairly irreverent as a journalist. Irreverent and very sharp political commentary also. He yeah, talked about things that you know you wouldn't have other people talk. That same issue also has a great story on EMC Electronic EMMC, Media yeah. Monitoring Center. Hmm. which is, it's interesting to see how the government is monitoring TV channels and uh, the number of people they've employed for it. It's a nice, nice story.
1: Shalom, then on that note, we shall wish all our listeners a very happy new year once again. May 2016 bring us all more independence, uh, more insight, more freedom, more democracy and more empowerment. Uh, Do support independent media because, like I keep plugging, when the public pays, the public is served. And when corporations pay, corporations are served. We do believe the way people consume news media and their expectation of it will change, as will revenue models. So on that note, thank you all for joining us. Watch out for another podcast in collaboration with Birat Swain, Global Summits, Where Are We Going? And also uh, subscribe, uh, write in to us with your comments. And i just like to tell you that we are going to be having the 50th episode of Hafta the week after next. In that episode, we'd like two of our listeners to join us, two of our subscribers. So all you subscribers, just write in in 50 words on why independent media is important. And two of you will join us in the Hafta to share your views on media and what made news in the week of our 50th episode of the Hafta. This is the 48th, so that means the week after next. So do write in at contact at newslaundry.com, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel and have a fantastic 2016. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support.
0: Watch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newsroundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.